Hey everyone, this is Dr. David, broadcasting live from Nice, France, and I hope you can hear me okay. It is blazing hot in the hotel, because to them this must be cold. To me it's absolutely beautiful out, it's probably about 50 degrees, and I'm walking around without a jacket or anything, and they've got the heat on in there, and I'm just sweating, so I had to come outside. So hopefully you can hear me over the traffic. But I've got a number of questions that came in, and I will try to, if I see anything pop up, I will try to answer those too. And I know this isn't the normal time, but uh, if that's Meg that popped on, let me know if you if you can cannot hear me. You should be able to hear me okay. Let me see. So anyway, here we go. Ask me anything. And I was going to have an update on the um, cold, uh, the cold virus situation. That's what I call it, the cold virus situation. I was gonna have an update on that, but my jet lag has had me sleeping so much I haven't been able to put things down, and I wanna make it concise. But nonetheless, what we have today is question number one is, is it okay to take Tylenol for migraines? Now, I don't really understand that question. Is it okay? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, but that isn't going to fix the reason why we're having why someone's having a migraine migraines see modern medicine treats the head they treat the pain but where I've had a lot of success well ultimately a yeah a ton of success is by fixing the bowel if you get the bowel functioning correctly then it's gonna go right back into the lymph if the lymph and the bowel are good then those pains go away a migraine is nothing more than the central systems uh, like the the fire system of the entire building saying, okay, something is messed up and we're gonna give them a headache. Just like a brain freeze. Like, think about it, when you when you drink a Slurpee and you get that brain freeze, think about how severe that pain is. That That's the body saying, quit doing this. You're jamming ice down into the, the GI tract. We gotta deal with it so that severe pain is sent up to the brain. And what we do, we laugh, go, oh, I hate that. Then we keep drinking it. So, but anyway, kind of digressed already on question number one but migraines definitely um, something that you need to go to the causation rather than worrying about getting rid of the headache um, second of all should we be concerned about 5g heck yeah we should and that's the majority of what's going on with the cold virus situation or so-called coronavirus situation is a lot of its frequency and I'm gonna put together a real nice second uh, presentation on that hopefully midweek and uh and i'm going to go over what frequencies are causing what situations sorry i didn't know there's going to be, re be repair starting right here on this porch where i'm sitting so i apologize for the hammering but um yes we should be very concerned and hopefully i'm going to be able to integrate some systems put them in place where we can start protecting our homes and our bodies from this kind of stuff and our minds the whole the whole shooting match um, number three is a microwave safe absolutely not I think I got rid of my microwave about 12 15 years ago I, I'm surprised they're even legal um, if you use use it on food you immediately denature the food meaning there's not going to be any anything good it'll fill you up and you, your enzymes if they're strong might be able to pull out something but there's really no benefit um, once you get rid of it, you start using your pots and pans exclusively, you won't even notice that you never had it. So definitely microwaves are not safe. And if you want to look up the, the Russian scientists that developed these, I think it was in the 30s, 
you'll find that um, they talked about it pretty extensively that it was wasn't the safest thing around uh, flu shot should I or shouldn't I well let me ask you this have you ever known one of them to work okay I, I've never heard of them working I've never heard of them ever being beneficial um, it's more of a scare tactic and what we call influenza really isn't truly influenza we'll, we'll say flu-like symptoms and it's like gut you know vomiting diarrhea things like that but true influenza is not what we think it is so those flu shots aren't really even protecting us for what we think it's protecting us for and it doesn't even work in the first place so every year you hear oh it's a different strain by the time they got it out the strain changed they got all these excuses they never work they're not safe I don't see any reason to take them and like I said what we think they're protecting for isn't even true uh, influenza is it okay to drink alcohol from time to time yes it is it's not a problem at all everything in moderation um, the thing you want to watch like myself being more of a pit to nature we're more liver nature and when I drink red wine I'll get a little bit of a red rash so uh, if you're having liver issues it's pretty good idea to just stay away from alcohol altogether but is it you know we're it's okay to indulge a little bit you know like a little chocolate here and there a few glasses of wine here and there and once in a while you get drunk you know it's not gonna kill you but I just wouldn't make it a habit and do I need to work out or is yoga enough uh, oh that's you know what I didn't really review these thoroughly I'm glad someone brought that up get this so I was a ranked rugby official in North America for a number of years and what I'm in like they're ranked one through eight I think it was at the time one through ten and one is pro and I was ranked like two two and a half three right around there I think it was right around two and my last two years refereeing get this and when you referee rugby you, you move about three to four miles a match and that could be sprint jog backwards sideways walk so you're moving my last two years I got my highest grades as a referee I never got winded and I never got injured and guess how many times I ran in the offseason zero guess how many times I ran between matches zero I did proper breathing and I did yoga three to five times a week and I never once got hurt I never got winded and I got my best grades because our our philosophy that's been the philosophy that's been jammed into our brains with allopathy and with working out and with food is not correct it, it's it's and I'm gonna get into that when I when I revisit the coronavirus stuff going on but I ran faster had better endurance no injuries when I didn't run the entire offseason or between any of my matches all I did was yoga and I did lots of pranayama I did lots of breathing because really what you're doing when you're working out is you're kicking up your metabolism right so if yoga is kicking up your metabolism opening up those channels and you're bringing in enough prana and fueling your body with prana through pranayama through breath work you don't need to run that's just breaking your system down so I mean I did it and I, I've challenged other people to try it but nobody will do it I just because it's too ingrained in our, our brains that we have to run and push ourselves so hard to the point we're gonna break down and that's what makes us healthy it doesn't work like that
Uh, what is HTMA? Someone asked that. Hair tissue mineral analysis. Something we offer right there at Blue Lotus. And what it is, you take a sample of the hair, send it to the lab, and it shows what's coming out in the hair. And there's averages based on the human organism of what molecule or uh, what minerals will come out into the hair. So if there's a ton of, let's say, magnesium, that means that we're not absorbing our magnesium. So then we look, are the receptors closed? And a lot of times they'll be closed or, or uh, packed with a heavy metal. And one of the biggest culprits is aluminum because aluminum is so pliable. If you picture like this is a receptor, aluminum can wedge its way in there and sit there and fit into the keyhole. So then it'll block other uh, minerals that are supposed to get in through that keyhole. So hair tissue mineral analysis is an awesome thing. It really is. You send in your hair and basically you get back from the lab what minerals and what vitamins you need. So you no longer have to go to the vitamin shop. You never, no longer have to guess. You don't have to buy stuff that doesn't work. It's tailored based on what your body is absorbing and, and no way to, and um, it's, it's like a synergistic thing. And I hate using one of those catchphrases. That was a big 90s thing, synergy. But so it's a synergistic thing where based on the person, you bring in the proper minerals and vitamins and then the body will start releasing stressors or toxic metals. Um, yes, Mitchell, yoga is the way. Did you hear the part about, I didn't run one single time in the off seasons and yoga and pranayama got me there. Uh, number eight, erectile dysfunction. Why does it happen and what can I do to help it? Um, very, there's so many, so many things that cause that. It could be injury, could be mental issues, could be diets could be excessive use of the, that system. Um, since the internet's been around with um, pornography, that's changed a lot of things. Um, there's so many things. To give you an answer, I, I can't even give that answer. So that goes back to uh, like an aphrodisiac. People say, you know, what can I do to kick up my sex drive? And this is kind of in the same ballpark here. First thing you do is get the person balanced. And what that means is rid the body of toxins, increase and balance their digestive function, and then start treating them with herbs based on the systems reactivating the loops. So you work that way no matter what. So if someone has blank, we still start there. We don't go, okay, we're gonna throw herbs in on top of it and hope for the best. That's exactly like having an exotic fish tank with your expensive fish swimming around in murky water and dropping in vitamins for them. It's not going to work. There's still, you got to change the water. You got to fix the water. So same with us. First thing we got to do is fix our water, our lymph. And then we look and see what's happening after that's fixed. And 90% of the time, once we get toxicity under control and we balance our, our agni or our, di our digestive function, we don't even need to go into phase two. Then it becomes a balancing act from that, that point forward. Is gluten actually bad for you? Like people say, uh, Yes and no. The modern produced gluten, from what I understand, and I haven't really, uh, I haven't researched this, but I've heard that the new gluten that's made with chemicals continues to do things like grow in our gut, uh, even after we eat it, you know, even after we ingest it. I'm not 100% sure on this. This was a colleague of mine that told me that. And I know that it's stretchier and spongier than it used to be. Um, not a bad idea to avoid gluten, but 
but uh, diets, um, abstinence diets, really don't work. You still should address why you're unable to digest things or unable to digest something like gluten. Doesn't mean you gotta keep eating it, but figure out why you're not able to. Some people just have sensitive uh, systems they're not able to. So is it bad? You know, it's just like anything. Is, is 10, 10 chocolate bars bad? Yeah, but is chocolate bad? No, it's the use of it. If it's in every single bite you take, you're gonna have a rough time. Is there a healthy replacement for sugar? I'm a big fan of stevia. And, and I like stevia, I like the leaf. In fact, when I was in Costa Rica, I saw a stevia plant. I was able to chew on the leaves and it's awesome. You can't believe how sugary it is when uh, uh, just chewing on that little leaf. I was like, dang, I, I just imagine being in the wilderness and making tea and putting in stevia leaves. So I like, I really like uh, stevia. And then I hate to say this because I don't want anyone going overboard on, overboard on it. And I did when I was in India, but jaggery or gur. G-U-I or Jaggery, J-A-G-G-E-R-Y, is like a cane sugar syrup turned into crystallization that can be used for sweetening. It's absorbed a little bit slower than table sugar, or I should say a lot slower than table sugar, but um, you can go overboard on it, which I've done. I think I put a pound away one time on accident in like 10 days. And, and I could tell, because I was a little bit, I was getting a little pudgy, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? And I'm like, oh. So I went to make my coffee in the morning. I didn't have any jaggery. I'm like, I ate that whole pound in a week, 10 days. Oh, since I am in France, I'm, well, I'm drinking my Evian. All right, a couple late questions that came in. First one was, is it okay to take digestive enzymes? Well, absolutely it is. But then you're gonna get Dr. Dave's answer that I always give. Why are you having a problem with digestion? So. A digestive enzyme, I think of like papaya. So you're eating a fruit that helps break down food. So I would be more interested in knowing why do you need the digestive enzyme? Now, if you're talking about probiotics, those aren't really an enzyme. Those are, those are cultures. Those are um, living things. Uh, so an enzyme, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it at all, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't hang my hat on it. I would try to figure out why it's happening and um, uh, what you can do to get away from needing it. Um, digestive enzymes, there's pipoli. For a lot of you that have come to me, the three peppers, pipoli, long pepper, black pepper, and, well, and, and ginger is awesome to take before a meal. And that stokes your own digestive function rather than relying on an enzyme. So I would be more apt to go with a uh, uh, stoking it with um, something like pipoli or trichotu. I'm sorry, trichotu is the three. Long pepper, black pepper, and ginger. Pipoli is the long pepper, actually. If I think I got it right. So what do I got here? Hope your trip. Well, thank you. Thank you, Angel. I'm just getting uh, wished well on my trip. But it's wonderful to see so many people showing up. And, and if you have any questions, ask. And I hopefully I won't miss them. Okay, last one. And this is, I kind of cracked, laughed at my own joke here. I keep getting asked over and over. I mean, probably a half dozen times a day. What are the best supplements to build immunity during this crisis or whatever you want to call it? And I keep talking about what's the best supplement for immunity? What's the best supplement? What should I supplement? Well, I got something for you. Supplement what's going into your goddamn mind. Supplement yourself away from social media. Supplement what you're doing, what you're thinking about, because that's what's making everyone sick. 
It's not. I mean, look, look at the write-ups. They're talking about cold symptoms. Cold symptoms. And then they got these cockamamie answers like 80% are spontaneously recovering and 90% don't even show symptoms. They're, they're, what are we talking about then? I don't even get it. So, yes, it is. Um, so supplement your news sources. Supplement your what you're thinking about. Change. That's your best supplement for this situation. And then, yeah, exactly. Someone wrote Law of Attraction. You're 100% correct there. And I was reading last night um, that people actually get addicted to neg negativity. Okay? This may sound strange. They don't even know they are. We can get addicted to hormonal releases. Okay? Just like you could in, a, in an endorphin type release. Like runners. They go out and beat themselves up to get that endorphin, endorphin release. We get the same release from cortisol. Not, not the same as an endorphin, but people can become addicted to negativity because they're looking for that cortisol release. So people that sit around and all they talk about is Trump and all they talk about is coronavirus and all these things are going bad, they're literally addicted to it. And I'm getting deeper and deeper into that because what I've found practicing over the years is that giving people herbs and hoping for the best just doesn't work that I gotta help them dig into why in the heck is this stuff happening? And why is it repeating? And our thoughts, the vibrations of our thoughts can override pretty much any natural substance we put in our body. Now I'm digging in further where there's an addiction to the hormonal release. And get this, there's another thing I was reading last night because my, my sleep's all screwed up being here. I was up all night and, um, but I was Joe, uh, Dr. Joe Dis Dispenza chiropractors wrote some brilliant books well I was reading when he has taken he, he I'm sorry he has taken drug trials where they've taken brain scans of all the participants and let's say there's a hundred people 50 are getting the new drug and 50 are getting placebo they have found they have found cures in the placebo where the brain activity and physiology changed off a of placebo because the person thought they were getting a curative drug okay physiology changed pathology changed brain scan shows that there was a definite change in the brain so now going back to the what's the best thing to build your immunity change what you're thinking about change oh move away from thinking about negativity and people are drawn to it they're drawn i mean I have relatives, you go in there, the freaking news is going all the time. What the hell? It's the same thing every day. Well, you don't need to see it. Just ask me and I'll tell you what's going on every day. There's some terrorist group blowing someone up, someone's sick, and someone's mad at someone. I mean, that's really all that's going on. So change what you're, change what you're, what you're allowing to dictate your perception of reality. Okay? I. Latif, I'm sorry, I don't know anything about that. I'm not a big news guy. I don't know about the refugees at the border of Grace, and I wish I did and I'd say something about it, my friend, but I don't know that one. But anyway, um, one other thing, activation addiction, activation addiction. People are getting, they're getting drawn into this drama and they don't realize it, and that's where I'm gonna figure this, I'm gonna figure this sucker out. There's an addiction going on, and I think the higher-ups know that that if they can keep the conflict going, keep those cortisol levels spiking, people literally get addicted to the news. Okay, you heard it first here from 
aka Dr. Truth. And for those of you that don't follow my um, uh, podcast, I go under the moniker Dr. Truth and it's on Blog Talk Radio. You can check it out. Um, so that is about it today. And I will, I promise I'll get back with everyone regarding an update on the cold virus situation. But as of right now, believe me, if I thought it was something that was really, really detrimental, uh, I, would, I would be all over it. I just spent a whole day traveling and looking at all the people. With, some, some people have masks. Some, like a couple of the, the, uh, the staff on the planes are all covered up and wearing rubber gloves. They didn't give you a hot towel to wipe your face. Just goofy things. What gets me is I'm trying to find the, the, the physiological changes, the, the, um, the pathology. And I can't even find the exact what happens to this, what happens to that. It's very, very vague. To me, it just sounds like the uh, cold symptom. And if you think about it, modern medicine is, or Western medicine comes up and says there's no cure for the common cold. So if you're looking at it through Newtonian glasses, the allopathic glasses, then this is gonna be very confusing. Okay, if you look at it from the quantum level, from way the ancients, isn't it crazy the books from 6,000 years ago were talking about quantum physics? And we, we have, our medical system in Western society doesn't even really acknowledge it. So they're talking about a vibra vibrational thing, that it's vibration. Now bring in 5G, bring in all these other things so you know where I'm going with it. Plus it's Vata season. Don't forget that. It would be awesome if we, we turned on the news and it said, well, Vata season's really put the grips on a few hundred people. That would make sense. But to, to claim that there's some sort of grim reaper spreading its, uh, its tentacles of, of disease is just strange to me. Now, I could, be, I could end up being wrong, but what I'm seeing right now, I, can't, I don't see any issues there. So that's it for now. I don't see any other questions. Thank you, for everyone, for the nice uh, comments. And yes, Sandy, definitely a 10-day retreat of meditation and yoga would help would help the viral situation. You're 100% correct there. A little pranayama, throw your phone in the water and turn off, toss your, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll bet you the coronavirus scare would go away if you throw your microwave out the window, your TV and got rid of your phone, okay? So let's let's all just keep, keep uh, preaching the good stuff, guys. Keep at this, keep supporting everyone. And uh, if you need anything, please call and, and send us an email and I'll, I promise to get to it. Next Monday, I will be broadcasting from a castle up in the hills. Um, it's northwest. Okay, it's going to be very quiet. So hopefully I'll get a nice mountain peak type area and I'll broadcast from there. And then I promise by mid midweek, I'll, I'll talk about the cold virus situation. So I love everyone. I will see you in a, in a week or so. And take care of yourself. Give Meg a call if you need to come in and see me or if you need anything. Take care.